ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's something about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International denomination with over 3,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and an author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 500 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dykewood Mills. That draws us to There's a land where the streets are made of gold, and all the people sing and dance around the throne. So many times I feel an ache down in my heart, just longing for the day when I'll go home. Prince of Peace, Son of God, bright and morning star, He built a kingdom for the mansions in the sky. I'm flying up to heaven when I die. I pass through the gates. I'm laid down right beneath that tree of life. I'll take my time, cause time has finally reached an end. I'll rest in his arms. The king his kingdom with his life and let the lullabies of paradise begin prince of peace son of god bright and morning star he built a kingdom for the mansions in the sky when by to live again cause I'm flying up to heaven when I die I dream my sweetest dream about my home beyond the sky I'll just close my eyes and across the crystal sea oh, right there I hear my Savior say to me, I've been waiting for you, there's so much I want you to see, follow me, 
peace, Son of God, bright and morning star. He built a kingdom for the mansions in the begin to live again cause I'm flying up to heaven when I die I'm flying up to heaven when I die Prince of Peace Son of God Bright and Morning
together for Jesus and give the Lord a shout of praise. Oh, are there happy people in the house today? Oh, I can't feel you. Celebrate the Lord today. I said, give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Is that a blessing? The Bible says the path of the just shines brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. If you are in God's house, expect your life to change from good to better and to best. Shout amen if you believe it. Our first testimony is coming from Charles I. He's a young man in the first love town church. Please do it better for him. Oh, do it better for him. Put your hands together for him as he testifies. Tell us, Charles, what has God done for you? I want to thank God today for a great change in my life since I joined first love church. So, um, I grew up in a Christian home, going to church regularly every Sunday, but I genuinely didn't know who God was. I didn't know who Jesus was. I didn't understand the whole concept, being born again, blood. I didn't really get it. Until I went to secondary school, and there in secondary school, I heard about SU, Scripture Union. So there, a friend forced me, literally, he forced me to go, and I gave my life to Christ there and then. And I tried to do something for God. At a point, after a year, I became an executive. And an executive a, of, the, of the SU? Of SU, yeah. I, wow. was, I was a financial secretary. <laughs> for two years. And we, we tried. We did something. I tried to do something for God. But when we finished school, I told God that I've done my part. I've, I've saved you for a while. When you finished secondary school? When I finished secondary school. Going you told to, God that you've done your part. I've done my part. I've done well. Honestly, I felt like I've done really well. You were, you were in secondary school for how many years? For four years. I did four years. Four years. Yeah. So in my second year to final year, that's about two years, two and a half years, I was a, a financial secretary. And when I finished school, I got into Kwame Kwame University of Science and Technology. And I told God, I've done my part. Can I, like, I want to live my life now. Because that was my main problem. My problem was that I wanted to live my life my way. I didn't really want rules. I didn't want a shepherd. I didn't want people hovering all around me. I want to live my life my way. And I remember one time, well, I, I, I would say I was minimally bad. Because I wasn't clubbing. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't Please, smoking. if you are sharing a testimony, just share the testimony. <laughs> Don't say, do you think he was minimally bad? Is it right for him to say that? Please continue your testimony. I used to, I had a girlfriend and she was my focus. Wow, look. Shout, yeah. A girlfriend is a minimally bad. Please continue your testimony. That that was my focus. She was my focus, basically, yeah. 
And um, I remember one time she left my room. Right after she left my room, I just lay down to just rest for a while. And um, I was in Republic Hall in KNUSC. And uh, I, we have louver blades as our windows. And they were dusty. And I remember reading on it. I saw someone had written something on it. I couldn't see, so I stood up to, re- to read it. And it said, return to your first love, for it's right where you left him. This scared me because I knew from day one that God wanted me to come back. I really knew in my heart that God wanted me to come back. But I couldn't, I couldn't go because of my friends, because of the environment I found myself in. I tried at times. In fact, with my girlfriend, we tried at a point to, to serve God. She joined the choir. I joined prayer team. But every time we come back to the room, it's like when we go out, we go to church, we try to live for God. And when we come back to our room, it's back to our own personal lives. But I remember finishing school and um, 2015 and I wanted I, I, I always felt I always felt God calling me so I wanted to serve God and I joined Kodesh and the first services are 6 to 8 I wanted to do 2 hours quickly and I go home and then a friend at work invited me one time her name is Ajay Suman she invited me to church she was a friend at work a friend, a friend at work wow. we met at work and she was in First Love Town Church Pastor Joseph's church and she kept forcing me come to church come to church I was like I'm in Lighthouse and First Love is the same thing don't force me but one time she said if I don't come we won't be friends anymore I'm like okay let's do this and I came <laughs> shout let's do this Amen. And you came. And honestly, I came. I came for the first service. That's Pastor Joshua's service, the first Love Town Church. Wow. And when I entered, I entered through that one of the doors there. And I saw him. And I went to the same school with Pastor Joshua, JSS. So when I saw him, I was like, Is that Joshua? And she was like, Yeah, that's Joshua. I was like, Okay, this will be good. I want to see what it's about, what he's saying. I remember he finished preaching and then he, he, he made the altar call. And I moved forward and I gave my life to Christ. And after the service ended, I said to myself that if this is what the son can do, then I want to see what the father too can do. <laughs> I mean, the preaching was really, the preaching was really great. Shout yeah. yeah! You are in for the same preaching today! I'm informing you that you are in for the same preaching today! Wow, tell me, tell me, so, what happened? So I stayed for gathering service okay. and my God, I mean, freedom, you feel freedom, you feel liberty, you feel like, mm. you feel like you can do this. Mm. So I remember closing and I was sitting under the, so, uh, the, the sound tower and after church I closed, I mean, I'm used to church closing and people going home. But people weren't leaving. The choir, I remember the choir were wearing white tops and then jeans that day. They moved up, they were having choir rehearsals, film stars were passing somewhere, dancing stars. People were around. I'm like, are these young people, don't they have anything to do? Like, no, 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 we don't, we don't have anything. But shout what they have here! Shout what they have here! So they weren't leaving. They were really you were amazed. I was amazed. Like, you can't be that happy. Be serious. Like, you can't be that happy. But I remember saying to myself that day when I was sitting on the back that maybe I can do this God thing. Maybe you can do it. Maybe I can do this God thing. Wow. And ever since that day, I've been coming to church. I've been coming. I belong to the First Love Town Church. I come wow. to church every Sunday. I've never gone back. I've never gone anywhere else. I became a shepherd at a point. I didn't even know I was a shepherd, but they said I was a shepherd. And before I realized, you know, um, Pastor Joshua, Pastor Isaac, Pastor Ziggy, as we all call him, they taught me, they led me, they always taught me so many things. And today I'm a Basenta leader. Wow. I bring people to church. Wow. 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 So I found something in this church I couldn't find anywhere else. Even back in Kodesh, when I stepped in the church, it was prayer clinic. When I stepped in, I felt some freedom. I was, uh, like I said, I wasn't really addicted to smoking and all those kind of things. Yo, somebody shout to you. The brother wants to give us their good feeling, but we accept it. We accept. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Your life is going to change in a positive direction too. A 
and put your hands together for that powerful testimony. Can we see that video clip? How do you experience a great change? Can we see that video clip very quickly? Shout, let's do this. thank God for a great change in my life Okay. through the, the prophecies and the, the sermons of our pastor and our oh, prophet tell us so about it I was born as a pastor's son Okay. but then I was a dangerous Christian I was living a dual life back on campus you were living a dual life a dual life on campus my was I understood the bible I understood the concept of the bible so I was using the bible to sin forgive because I quite remember I used to tell myself Paul told Timothy that for the sake of your stomach take little wine so I wasn't actually drinking. I took just wine and let You were drinking only wine. Only wine. Shout here. And, and then one thing was, I wasn't also smoking. But I was using weed as tea to study at night. Because I knew that it was bad for my health. So I would smoke it. I would just use it as tea to study in the night. Using for tea? Yes, as tea. Okay. And then one, one, one interesting thing was, back on school, I was very active in Katanga, KNUST, Kwame Kwame University of Science and Technology. And... I was not just active, I was one of the strong boys. So anything negative that happened on campus, like you, you were one of the strong boys. Funny enough. <laughs> okay. So, and then I used to bash people to parties. I was very active in parties. I used to organize parties. You used to bash people yes. to parties. I, I was a bash driver on campus. Uh, so my bash, when it was mine, I used to bash people to go and fool, you bash people to parties. So how many people could you bash to a party? Minimum half of the bars, which is around 17, 16. Yes. This and was a Basenta leader for Katanga. I see no reason why you shouldn't be a Basenta leader for Jesus. Wow. And I used to also taxi people to go and watch movies, especially girls. Because if you wanted any ticket to any movie that on campus. That is a Basenta. used to Basenta people. Oh, yes. Me. I would just, I always had a ring man who always, if I don't have money, I just tell it, sort me out. It just sorts me out. I would just take taxis, three. You take the girls to go and watch movies. And I would get everybody a date so that the, the movie won't feel lonely. So, uh, yeah. And how did you experience the change? So, after school, I wasn't actually going to church, and my parents were quite worried because, as a pastor's son, I'm supposed to, yeah. So, they were not happy with the life I was living. So, I met one lady, and we were talking. And as we were talking, the way she was speaking about the prophet, I was like, okay, I have to go and see this man because she was saying he's a doctor, and I said, like, okay, that means his preaching will be logical. So, I came. So that Sunday when I came, funny enough or interestingly enough, the prophets preached about borrowing and debt. And I had started a business and I had borrowed money to start. And I was in serious debt. Not in CDs, dollars. Serious debt? I was debt. in serious debt. I was, I was almost arrested uh, because of that. So when the prophet preached, I was like, okay, he wasn't trying to massage my fantasy. He was just going straight to the point. He was talking sense. We are not here to massage your fantasies. I'm going to think we will massage your fantasies today. No, 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 no. And so, so you decided to stay. So the next Sunday I came. When I came, the prophet has traveled. So Pastor Joshua preached. And when Pastor Joshua preached, he really convicted me. So that day I, gave, I came and gave my life to Christ. But then even though I gave my life to Christ, I wasn't planning on staying. Because, I, okay, it's nice, but then I have to move on. 
So the next Sunday, the prophet came back and Ida sang a song. And that song was the song that made me uh, planted in this church. It was a song on, on the seas that were on the... Please, I can't sing. <laughs> the, the seas that fell on the, on the ground, uh, stony grounds. and Stony ground. Yes. And as she was singing the song, I was feeling like, okay, every day I hear the word. My father speaks to me every day. The prophet speaks. And I've been hearing pastors preach. But then it looks like they all fall on stony grounds. and tony- So this one day, as she has said it, I'm coming. And then that was it. And then ever since, I've been active in the church. I've been planted in the church. So has your life changed practically? My life has changed practically. You used to do weed tea? Oh, no. But then even now on WhatsApp, I used to write funny things on my status. And I used to post funny things on Twitter. I, used to, I was a brand ambassador for alcohol drinks and other things but now when they give me the the room like nah ask for this one nah give me tigo i'll do tigo i can't do i can't do this one ambassador brand ambassador for alcoholic beverages that means alcoholic beverages so when they are what coming did you, what, did, what did you used to do when they are launching alcoholic beverage mm-hmm. we are the ones who go out and we represent the brand outside so that people we are enticed people to come and drink so it looks like you are into basenta outreach you are doing all kinds of Oh, are you sitting under this guy? So are you a basenta leader now? At the moment, no. You are, you are becoming a basenta leader after this. How many of you think the guy has the skills? How many of you can see that the guy is a basenta leader? From today, we have converted you into a basenta leader for Jesus. Shout EA! You will also experience a great change. Put your hands together for that powerful testimony. Hallelujah. And our final testimony is coming from Alan Malik. He's from the Nakazo Bible and Ministry Training Center. Do it better for him. Alan, tell us what has God done for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. I want to thank God for how he saved me from the family of Islam and idol worship. Okay. Yeah, I'm from Boko. And Boko is located at the upper eastern part of Ghana. In the corner there. <laughs> yeah. In the corner there. Nowhere is too far for God's saving power. Shout amen. When you get to Boko, you enter into Burkina Faso. There's no Ghana again. Wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> and what happened? Tell us. Tell us about your life. Yeah. Actually, I was into idol worship. My, my dad was a Muslim, but the Muslim was not. I mean, let's say he was actually deeply into idol worship. And I remember uh, there was a God. There's a God currently in my, my family. I mean, a big God with a pot on top of it. I was the main person who used to fill that pot with water. And you see, that God... That was your household chore? Yes. To fill the, the God's pot with water? Yeah, because... Shout the, here! The water finished, I mean, as time goes, the pot, no one drinks the water, but the water finished by itself. So I had to go and fill it. And you see, we, we believe that this, this, the whole family is connected to this God. So if you don't believe in the gods, you will not actually prosper or you will not go far. And what happened? How did but, you get changed? I remember, I mean, a missionary sent with Bishop Frank Note to Boko. Wow. Yeah, but then he was a pastor, yes. Called? Bishop Frederick Note. But then he wow. was pastor, Fred Note. And I remember we used to be in my community. It's a community where no one likes church. It's like fornicators, drunkards, all sort of things. No, there's no church. Only Orthodox churches that are there, Catholic and all that. So you do what you want. But I remember my pastor, my bishop, he'll be coming and we'll be sitting under a tree drinking pito and all that. Then when we see him from afar, then they, by then I didn't even like anything. He had never met me before. So they would say, ah, the working pastor is coming. Then everybody will scatter and leave him. 
then it kept on happening. And one, he had one member of my family, my brother. Then he became born again and started church and all that. Then another one joined. So the one who became born again went to secondary school. Then when he came back, and you I, didn't go to secondary school. By then I was not in secondary school. Why would you go to secondary school? With this kind of life, shout how? But your brother who became born again went to secondary school. Yes. So uh, whenever he comes home, his life is different. He was so different the way he talks. I mean, he used to fight and drink and all that, but his life changed the way he talks, dressing stuff. It was, I mean, so different. So I, I started admiring him. I said, I want to be like this, my brother. So I started admiring him and all that. Then when he sent me one day, he was going to church. I said, I want to follow you to church. He sent me to church. I gave my life to Christ. And then the most amazing part is that the following Sunday, I went, before the Sunday, I went with him to my pastor's house. Then he gave me a tie that became an usher in the church. He gave you a tie? But, yes. To but, become an usher in the church. Yes. But I didn't know anything about ushering. I didn't know anything. So he just said, stand at the door, direct the people to come and then sit down. So I was just standing there till the church service started and I would go and sit down. Continued and I became a shepherd. I, I realized that my the, the, the heart that I had hardened had like I didn't even bother like human being, I didn't see a human being to be something like I was a hardened person. I started changing. I loved sitting in church and I became a shepherd. And then another one that is added to this was my father had a God outside our community in the village where he every year he sends me, I go with him, we go, he sacrifices a dog to that God. So he tell he told me one day that I, I'm I'm telling you a secret. This God is, is is what is protecting the family. So if I die, you are the one in charge of this thing. So never leave this God. But I was someone who respected my dad. I feared him a lot because in the community he's a he's, he's known to be. Someone who is into juju and other powers. He can lead you to wherever you want to go. So I was actually afraid of him, though he gave birth to me. But the last, I mean, the last, I mean, the, let's say the last, the, the first day I disobeyed my dad was the day I became born again. Because whatever he told me, I had to go on and do it. But the day I became born again, let's say the, that same period, it was, I was about to go and ride my BEC. Then he came out and said, I'm going to cut a foul. I'm going to sacrifice before you go and ride the exams. And I said, no. Me, I'm now a Christian, so we don't do these things. So, he was so surprised. He was so surprised that I I said, I'll be able to say that. So, he went inside, told my mom to come and advise me. I said, no. He did all that he could do. I just left and I went to write my exam. My first exams, I couldn't even, my English, that was English paper. I struggled throughout. So, I came. It's not a small thing. It's not a small thing to experience a change. Tell your neighbor it takes a while, but you are going to experience a change too in Jesus' name. And you, and and today you are in the Bible school. Yes, today I'm in the Bible school. My body, if you look at my body, there are a lot of cuts in my body. I remember one day he sent me into the room and cut my whole body. Kept uh, black medicine. He said, told me from today, nothing can fight you. You are now strong because it's a war zone. He told me that from today. Nothing bad can happen to you. Even if you drink a portion, nothing will happen to you. So I believed. And I believe since I became born again, all those things are nullified and I'm in church. And not only me. I thought you'd be on your feet and give the Lord a shout of praise. Not only you, but who? Yeah, not only me, but my two brothers, they are pastors. One just finished an acaso last year. Wow. Yes. And the other one is a lay pastor. And my, all my sisters are Christian, and even the elder ones before me. They are Christians. And my community, those hardened guys who didn't like God, didn't like church, some of them are handling branches today. Hey, sh- 
branches of Lighthouse Chapel. Yes, and we have a branch in my community where I mean we have a lot of members and we have a branch with a building in my community. Wow. So I want to thank the prophet for sending someone to a remote area like Boko. Oh, I thought you put your hands together for Jesus and give the Lord a shout of praise. Today God is going to do a new work in you and you will experience a great change. Put your hands together for Jesus. This feeling down deep in my heart since I found you. Now I'm on my way. Jesus, deep in sin, falling deeper and deeper into my sinful ways. But now I'm on my way. I have found a new Lord, I love to be with you. Lord, I'm gonna 
Do you feel the excitement in the air this morning? In case you haven't felt it yet, the Holy Spirit himself is here. And I can already sense that your miracle is on its way. I can already sense that the Lord has a prophetic word for you. I can see that God has a word for some people on that side. But I don't know if they know it. I can't feel the excitement. But I tell you, once again, once again, it's another Sunday and I have the singular pleasure of bringing to you the prophet of this house, one of the greatest servants of God sent to us in our time. And if you expect your miracle, I expect lift your voices today. and welcome the prophet, Bishop Matthew Adan. I expect a miracle And I expect a miracle today Lift your hands Father, thank you for what you are doing And what you have already done today Your word says that Everyone that appears in Zion Will go from strength to strength Thank you for making us stronger in this service. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Sit for a moment. Um, I want us to pray about something before we go a a little deeper in the word. And um, we are going to pray for something that I know matters to everybody. Genesis 24 verse 12. And he said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed this day and show thee kindness to my master Abraham. Now, if God answered the prayer of Eliezer, do you think God will answer your prayer? We are going to pray for the person you are supposed to marry. 
Yes. Listen. Verse 14. And let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say Let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, let down thy pitcher, I pray thee that I may drink. And she shall say, drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. Like the one I speak to. And when I speak to her, she flows. And she even flows extra. Camila Amado Lamagaberia. Listen. I want you to see something very important. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed. There is somebody appointed for you by God. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac. Yes. And thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master. There is somebody appointed by God for you and you and you under the sound of my voice. Now, an appointee must not get missing. I said an appointee must not get missing from our midst. Is it clear? How many want the person... He says, for thy servant. So if you are a servant here, God appoints people to, to you. How many servants of God are here today? Hey! Stand up. It's a prayer time. It's a short prayer time, but very important. During the mountain of the Lord. Some of you are going to interact with certain people. And. Always watch out for those. Who you ask for water. But they say. I will give your camel also water. Professor. Yes. Whom you have appointed. No, I like that part. Whom thou has appointed for thy servant Isaac. Wow. So there is somebody who is appointed for God's servants. So we are going to pray this. Listen, shh. In as much as people laugh, we are laughing and so on. But the number one thing that would affect you more than anything is who you marry. 
Who you marry is either the stable rock on which you stand or is the fire in which you stand. Kalema Adama Olomo Damariale. You never stand in fire till you die in Jesus' name. Now, when you are playing golf and there is a slope like this, there's a slope like this, and you hit the ball this way, and it's the slope like this, the ball goes right, always. And if you are going up and you play, it goes left. When you play for some time, you, you'll find out. You, but if you were playing here, you should have gone straight. But you just go on this slope. You see, where you are standing determines whether your life will be going right, left, up, down. Your life is going straight ahead in Jesus' name. Lift your hands. And everybody just pray in a moment. Kamash Frank. Kabola Shade Balama Kabaranda. Radina Kosatakari and Abakosone. Lebrika Tosh Kapanda La Raste Korabala. Joriama Diveke Story and Abakosaya. Rapante Kesto. Ramadigebela. Ramashandaba. Mikatola Baye. Revediga Sota Kaba. Ishari Akamonde Lebe Magabande. Radushke Pande Rebeka Doza. Rapati Katoli Ama. Leba Shadaba Kapande Lebe. Ramina Sonda. Rekotalia. Leba Chele Kopanda. Ramavini Mikatoriaba. Zuriaba Kapande Rebe. Jinama Kantole. Raba Kantole. Riba Kantole. Mario Kantole. Jeneme Kaparini Atonda. Laba Shandabaka. Ibarakapa. Ibaraka. Paruana Kasandebe, Menjongamba Gore Meketala, Rigaboko Shakapa, Larima Katonde, Leba Katari Andaba, Malomoko Sandolomoko, Jibara Katoli Andebe, Rapa Vidia Katori Andaba, Malomoko Sia Kapayandaba, Isharaba Kapari Andaba, Zone Meketalu, Zone Mekatari Amba, Zone Mekatari Ande, Zone Yakaparanime, Holy Hands, yes. Holy hands. Holy hands. Holy hands lifted up. Jesus. Father, first love marriages will be the best marriages. Yes, Lord. Send your appointees. Send your appointees. Begin to call them out in the hey, spirit. In the spirit. Lord, we pray that you may send your appointees into our midst, O God. Radimi Katoliaba, Ia Parini Mikosaya, Laria Pacason de Rebea, Isharia Caton de Reba, Iria Manu Mevida Kesolia, Iria Batushe Capariande, Ia Sonderebe Canomo, Zonia Macanomo, Zenia Maconomo, Ira Pasanda Bacaya, Ira Pacaba Sherebe Cate, Ira Paca Panderia, Iria Mano Cosaria Cate, E Patushe Cabo, Patushe. Cabo, Patushe Cabo, Patushe Cabo, Patushe Cabo. Lift your voice and ask God to send you your appointee in the mighty name of Jesus. Irabo Shatakaya, Iriamenekosi Atena, Alema Mama 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 Mama, Shanema Mikosaya, Iriabadia Sekaya, 
Maliza Dubale, Radizo Ramomataya, Irande Balusha, Irande Balimatula, Irande Balashendaba, Irande Maluza, Irakotakea, Maria Makota, Iramanosola, Iriamanomashande, Iriamanamashanda. Whoever you have appointed for your servants, oh God, send them speedily, send them speedily, send them speedily, send them speedily, send them speedily. Rabashaka, Iremonosuta, Mario Mosuta, Irakapaya, Elovaya Shandaba, lift your voice and cry unto the Holy God, Emashari Abaka, Erabaya Sandorokosia. Thank you, Father, for the gift yes. and the blessing. Yes. Lord, we lift our hands. We lift our hands. We declare that. Yes. Whoever you have appointed, yes, for your servant, Lord, we are going to bombard heaven with this prayer. Yes, Lord, that your appointee should yes. appear and appear now. Amen. Thank you for many good marriage stories. Thank you, Lord, from the first love community. Yes, across the world. Thank you for better marriages for those Thank who you, are. Lord those who are already married yes, yes. but didn't marry in a first love yes. way. Thank you for doing great and wonderful things. Thank you Lord. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians 12. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now, my subject this morning is Holy Spirit power for your calling. Yes, for your calling or your destiny, whatever your calling is in life. Holy Spirit power. Amen. How many believe you have been called to something great? Romans chapter 8, verse 29. Let's look at it quickly. Romans 8, 29. And I need you to go with me quickly all through the scriptures. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And whom he did predestinate. So you are predestinated. So when somebody says, ah, but if it's, we are predestined, why are we preaching? We are preaching to find those who are predestined. Yes. The preaching will help to find those who are predestined to something. Amen. So you are being located. Your destiny is great. So whom he did predestinate, he called. And whom he called, so that's why I say, is the Holy Spirit power for your calling, or if you like, your destiny. Alright? And whom he called, he justified. And whom he justified, he also glorified. Verse 31. What shall we say then? If God be for us, who can be against us? So, it is beautiful. 
He says, whom he did for know, amen, he did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. So God has destined you to be conformed to the image. You are, you are destined to something wonderful. And whom he destined to be conformed to the image, he also called, then he also justified, amen, and then he also glorified. So glory, these are nice words. Whatever, even if you don't understand it, it's something good. What do you think? Is it not a good thing to have something good in the future? Whether you understand it or not, it doesn't really matter because justify is a good word, glorify is a good word, call is a good word. They are all good things. Receive something good from your calling, Jesus' name. So your destiny and your calling is something good, something beautiful, something wonderful. Amen. Now, Second Peter chapter um, 1 and verse 3. Look at it. Second Peter chapter number 1 and let's look at verse number 3. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to virtue. Amen? So, um, whereby he has given to us great and exceeding promises that by these we should be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So now, verse 3, even if you don't understand much, you can see the word power. Okay? His word has given us power. Alright? So according as his power has given us. So what is giving us the things that we are destined to experience is the power. Power has given us all things. Okay? Power. So you are not going to get it without power. You are not going to get it without power. You know, who has called you to life and godliness. Without power, you you cannot be godly. Huh? Isn't it? You know, you need a lot of power to come. You see the guy in the film we watched today? You know, the guy was deep. He was deep in sin. And, and, and you can hear from the testimonies that there's, there is the need of some kind of power to disentangle you from the world. True or not true? There is need for some kind of power to disentangle you from the world. That's very real. Amen. Exodus 14, verse 1. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they turn and encamp before Pihahiroth between Migdal and the sea over against Baal-Zephon. Before it shall ye encamp by the sea. Verse 3. For Pharaoh will say. Pharaoh will say. Pharaoh is a type of Satan. And Pharaoh will say. They are entangled. In the land. They can never escape from me. 
Pharaoh will say they are entangled in the land. The wilderness has sat them in. They cannot come out. Yeah. So you see, Satan's mind is to entangle you as much as possible so that you can never come out. Yeah. Either he will entangle you through sin, like all the things that, you know, all the things that we are playing with now as young people, they are all entangling things. I've told you the story of uh, the monkey who went to play in the forest. No, no, I've told you before. Okay, there was a group of monkeys. They were happy, living happily ever after with their parents. Okay, and then one day, they went to the forest to play as usual. Then, you know monkeys like nuts, a lot of nuts. So, they, one of the monkeys found a, a coconut. And the coconut, when he shook it, he heard the sound of a nut in it. Okay? So the monkey, the, there was a hole in the nut. So he, he, sh- he put his hand in to the coconut, big coconut, put his hand in. But you see, there's a small hole. So he put his hand in and held the nut and tried to pull his hand out. But his hand wouldn't come out because the hole was too small. For him to take the nut out with his fist clenched like this. So he was working on it. You know, some of the things, you see, intelligence. That's why we should try never to behave like monkeys because it reveals a lowered intelligence. Yes. And in my book, He That Has, you see all the features of monkeys that you must avoid. Like one of the things, this is just a side, you can never gather monkeys together in one group and teach them. It has never happened in the forest. Like a senior monkey has gathered all the other monkeys. Sit down, let me teach you. School of monkeys. Have you seen it before? So you can't. And a senior monkey cannot pass information on to his children. Yes. They, 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 they can't, they can't, they can't improve. So you, you must never be somebody who, you can't be sat down and taught. You don't listen because you can't hear. You never be a monkey. Anyway, so the monkey just tried. Then his friends came and said, it's getting dark. We are going. And he said, no, I've got something. And after the guy said, we are leaving, oh, you'll be here alone. And he told his friend, you are jealous of what I found in the coconut. And the other monkeys left and he was there alone. And the hunter came in the night with a big net and threw his net over the monkey. And the monkey was caught with the coconut and the groundnut and his fist in it. Pharaoh knows you are entangled in the land. So the monkey was taken, but the hunter was not ready to kill the monkey yet. You know, when you go to certain countries, you eat monkeys and so on, bushmeat. Many countries, many, many countries eat monkeys. Many. Maybe your country eats monkeys. (laughs) Huh? Cry. Now, the monkey began to pray. 
Oh God, forgive me for stubbornness. Number one, stubbornness. Number two, not listening to advice. Number three, for being entangled in something I shouldn't have been entangled. And when he, he came out, it was a stone. So Satan often causes you to be entangled in things that you are useless. So, when he prayed, God heard his prayer. And when the hunter came and opened the cage to give him some food, to keep him alive and fresh before he slaughtered him, the, the hunter forgot to lock. So he just closed the door and went. So in the night, the monkey was there. And something said, try pushing the door. When he pushed, he said, ah, is it real? And he pushed the door and he ran away. And he went back to the forest and joined his friends. And from that time, he was very, anytime grown-ups are talking, say, well, continue talking, please. <laughs> Want to hear what you have to say. Yes. And he was, he was very obedient from that time. And no more stubborn. Oh, no more meeting even lasted more than five minutes with this particular monkey. The others, even beatings and things would come on. But this one... He was very flowing. So, from today, you will not be entangled. Now, why does Pharaoh want to entangle us? He wants to entangle us with financial things. Oh, the grown-ups are more entangled with financial things. They can't serve God because of money and related issues. The young people cannot often serve God because of sexual, moral and other kind of technicalities. Because you can't do the work of God and be doing certain things. It's not compatible. You have to leave one and move on. And all the things are addictive now. Pornography is addictive. Masturbation is addictive. Homosexuality is addictive. Fornication is addictive. All these are, be, they are becoming more and more addictive because they are becoming more spiritual. Yes. Spiritual. All the variations that we have, they are becoming more, alcohols, addictive. Drugs, addictive. So it not, there's nothing that Satan wants you to touch. That like you, as soon as you go, it's like you, you, are, you are in it. Yeah. All of them have the entangling features. You touch it, it's attached to you. Yeah. So Exodus 14 verse 3 Very important scripture for us Pharaoh knows that they are Entangled in the land Today whatever has Entangled you, you are coming out Of it in Jesus name Let me hear your loudest Amen for that one Now Power Is available For you 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And this power is going to be manifested in a number of ways. Nine different ways. Power for your deliverance and for your destiny to come true. Now, verse 12, chapter 12, verse 1. Concerning spiritual gifts. Or spiritual power. Brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. Okay? 
You know that when you were Gentiles, you were carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Now, let me say something about dumb idols. An idol has no power in itself. It is dead and it has nothing that it can do to you. However, you must realize that witchcraft and demons and evil powers are real. And that they are often linked to these things. Yes. So there may be no idol, but there is power, demonic power. It's like these sexual things. They, all, of the, all, all of them have spirits with them. All. All of them. That's why the Bible says that when you commit fornication, you sin against your flesh. Or when the Bible says that Babylon has become the hold of evil spirits because of her fornications. So the activity leads to evil spirits coming. So the idol worship is one of the activities that brings evil spirits. But the idol itself hasn't got power. It's a tree. You can use it for firewood. But it's linked to demon activity, witchcraft, occultism, and other things that have power. So it's not something to play with. And it's not something to get involved with. So he's talking to people that were dabbling in powers. And he said that, yes, in those days you were dabbling in all those powers. So just as there is power, you can sleep with a, a girl once and the kind of power that will be unleashed against you to that person, uh, you'll be surprised. Your life will change. Yeah. That's why Solomon wrote about it and said, hey, her way is the way to hell. She's taking you to hell. So, you need to be careful. So, he's talking to people who know power. And he said, you were once dealing with this kind of power. But I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God can call Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord by by the Holy Ghost. So that's how to know the power of God is when they acknowledge Jesus Christ. Now, there are diversities of gifts. Verse 5, there are different ways it's administered. And number 6, there are different ways in which the Holy Spirit operates. What does it mean? It means you can never tell exactly how and you can never fix a particular way by which the Holy Spirit works in your life. Yeah. Different ways of administering it. Different ways of operating. You see something happening, you you, you wonder what is going on. It's actually an operation of the Spirit. So the mighty power of the Spirit is what you need and what is going to come upon you today. I told you today is a mantling service. Yes. I'm going to give everybody a mantle. The power of the spirit is coming into your life to drive out devils in the name of Jesus. Now, the manifestation of the spirit 
The manifestation of the spirit. You see Psalm 63. Let's look at Psalm 63 verse 1. Beautiful. Oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul tested for thee. My flesh longeth for thee. In a dry and thirsty land. Where no water is. Verse 2. To see thy power. You see, to see thy power. You see the power and you see the glory. I need power in my life because you have been doubling with another power and you need a power, the power of the Holy Spirit to do the will of God and to do what God wants you to do. Yeah. Oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek you as a young person to see your power, to see your power and your glory. And that power will enable you to disentangle yourself and move ahead with God's plan for your life. You see, the more you believe in the power of the Holy Spirit, the better it is for you. Because that power is the power that makes all the difference. It's interesting that unbelievers rather see the power of God. Say that no one can do this except God is with him. So he says, to one is given by the spirit, the word of wisdom. And he lists them. So these are all manifestations of the power of the Holy Spirit. Word of knowledge. To another, word of wisdom. To another, working of miracles. To another, prophecies. Discerning of spirits. Diverse kinds of tongues. And interpretation of tongues. So there are nine manifestations of power. That are necessary for you to achieve your glorious destiny. That God has for your life. And without them. I don't really think you are going to be able to make it. Yeah. Amen. So, say nine manifestations of power are necessary for me to achieve, to attain, to lay hold on my destiny, my calling, God's will for my life. Say nine manifestations. Number one, speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. Now everybody needs to speak in tongues. It's a manifestation of power. First Corinthians 14 verse 15. What is it then? What, 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 so if, what should I do? I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with the understanding also. So you must pray in understanding which is Ga, English, or tree, or whatever language you, you can speak. I will pray with the spirit. Can you see that? I will pray with the spirit. And I will pray with understanding. Because when you are praying in the spirit, there is no understanding. When I say, you cannot understand it. So I'm praying without understanding. 
and I will sing with the spirit. You see, as soon as you start speaking in tongues, you are in a supernatural realm. If I'm standing in front of a minister of finance or a minister of interior or a minister of importance, whatever he is, and I start to, I say to him, I'm not a, I'm in a supernatural realm. I'm not dealing with finances or human things. I am in the spirit. You notice that eh, the more you speak in tongues and even you must bring tongues into your normal life. Yeah. You see like now I've introduced tongues into my preaching. When I preach then I say Yeah. It, it introduces a realm of power. Yeah. So start to introduce power in your daily movement when you are driving, when you are sleeping, when you are doing anything. Speak some tongues. Let some tongues. You are introducing a manifestation of power into your life. Yeah, don't be natural and and dis- disconnect from people if you speak in tongues. People say, "Hey, spirit, you are." Speak-. It's not supposed to be your good friend. Hey, somebody, when you speak in tongues, is making funny remarks and it's as if you are super spiritual. This is our normal life. Normal life. We need power. How many need power in your life? And you see, you young guys, you have a long way to go, eh? Think of the temptations you are experiencing in in your 20s. No! Think of your age and the temptations at your age. And the temptations are going to go on. Many people divorce in their 50s. Yes. Yes. Say God forbid. forbid. Yeah. Many serious diseases come to people in their 50s. Say God forbid. forbid. Many people start changing what they originally believed in their 40s. Yes. Say I block it. Say I block it. Yes. Yes. So you are in your 20s. Can you imagine the amount of power that is needed to carry you into your 30s? To carry you into your 40s? And then into your 50s? Before 60s? And 70s? Help me over here. I I feel restrained. Your microphone sound. Yeah. Satan, you see, his only work is to oppose. Let's take the opposition party in the government, you know. One day they were, somebody was explaining, he said, the job of the opposition is to oppose. You know, I used to think that their job was to help the nation. But I realized that their job is to oppose. It seems, I, I don't know whether it's an official 
Is, 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 it, is it in the laws you, you, you shall oppose? I don't know. Maybe it's a law. Is it a law? It's not a law. It's the convention of politics. It's to oppose. So even if a good thing is happening, they don't support it. Wow. So Satan's work is to oppose. So it's only against you. That's why he crucified Jesus. He was tricked into crucifying Jesus. Yeah, if he had known. Because all murder, kill, oppose, fight, hate, quarrel. And he just did it fully. And before he realized, he had organized a major blood sacrifice to wipe him out. Himself out. So, you must know that Satan's work is to oppose you. Yes. It's not going to stop. In your 20s. That's why I started by let us pray for the one that is appointed for you. Because first love marriages are of the highest order. And all those married will be, will be getting a new special manual just for first love marriages. Let's do this. Tell somebody we are doing this God thing. Is it then? I'll pray. I'll speak. When you are driving, say When you are about to enter the oral examination, you say When you are writing, nipa eseto I saw a first love couple the other day. I said, they said, oh, when we are having sex, we speak in tongues. I said, it's a higher level. Things are going. The power is all over the place. The power is everywhere. Give the Lord a shout of hallelujah. Tell the nearest married couple that your marriage is not, I mean, up to. It's not up to these higher levels. Let's do this tongues thing. Let's do this tongues thing. Wow. Those at the back there, they are not interested in, in the tongues on that side over there. Over there, they are not interested. I think those on that side, they don't have much power working in their lives. Ask your neighbor, so what is, the, what, what is it then? What is it then? And then your answer should be, I'll pray in the spirit and I'll pray with understanding. Okay, so start again. Ask the neighbor, so what is it then? And you tell the person next to you that, look, you may think I've not been to school and you see me speaking in tongues. But I'm a spiritual man. I'm a spiritual man. Verse 16. 
Thus, when thou shalt bless with the Spirit, how will he that occupies the room of the unlearned say, Amen, at thy giving of thanks, seeing if he understandeth not what thou sayest? Hey. Verse 17. For thou verily givest thanks well. A lot of thanks are giving of thanks. Sometimes when you speak in tongues, you are saying, thank you for victory, Lord. Thank you for victory. I have victory. Thank you, Lord. I'm blessed. I have victory. And verse 18, verse 18. I thank my God. I thank my God. I speak in tongues more than all of you. I thank my God. I'm a tongue speaker. I'm a wild tongue speaker. I'm grateful. Kamalo Malabadalama. Everybody begin to pray and speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. Nobody should look at you as though you are emotional. You are speaking in the spirit. You are praying in the spirit more than everybody else around you. Kama Shendalama Sapakatala Babadala Baba. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Sit down. Now tell the person next to you, whisper in the person, say, I thank God I speak in tongues more than you. Through tongues, listen, through speaking in tongues, you are going to overcome and have power to disentangle yourself from every work of darkness. Then he said the, mani- the number two is the manifestation of prophecy. Prophecy. Yeah. Prophecy. You see in 1 Corinthians 12 he said there are given manifestations. Manifestations. Yes. Of the spirit manifestations of the spirit. Amen. In verse 10, 12, 10, miracles, prophecies, prophecies. Hmm? So this is, is, when you see prophecies, there's power. Power is manifested. Kama shantola I see power manifesting in your life. Ezra. Turn to Ezra. Chapter 4. Ma-ta-ka-pa-sha-ka-pa. Ezra chapter 4. Verse 21. I want you to see the power of prophecy. It's a type of power. Let's, let's read from like verse 18. Just for reading's sake. The letter which you sent us has been plainly read before me. And I commanded and such has been made. And it is found that this city of old time has made insurrection against kings. And that rebellion and sedition have been made. And they were talking about Jerusalem. That it's a bad city. They are always rebelling. It's a, it's a bad place with a lot of trouble. So we don't want to build it. Okay. There have been mighty kings also over Jerusalem, which have ruled over all countries beyond the river, and toll and tribute and custom was paid unto them. We've heard a lot of bad things about Jerusalem. So give you now commandment to cause these men to cease, and that this city should not be built. 
Don't change the scripture. Should not be builded until another commandment shall be given from me. They said, no more building. No more building. So your life is being built up and the devil and his agents, the devil can send a girl and say, no, 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 you can't, you can't turn. You know, one time, one of our brethren, her husband came to Ghana. I don't know what he came to do and gave his life to Christ. But they were both nightclub. I mean, beloveds and I don't don't even know if they were married then when she came and she found her husband saved she said what what type of nonsense when we should go to the nightclub we have been partying since we've been known ourselves he said no I don't want to go to party I want to go to church. What am my beloved? I don't boyfriend or husband has changed. I can't take this. So there are people when they see you being built up, they don't they don't like it, and they say, "No, no, no, no! You are becoming too spirit, too much of church. It's not good for a person. Too much of church. You be be a normal person. Have some party, fool around." Sleep with it. Just don't get pregnant. But sleep with whoever you want. Yes. Give commandment. That this man should cease. Verse 22. Take heed now that you fail not to do this. Why should you damage, do damage grow? Why should damage grow to the head of the kings? Make sure this thing is not built. Verse 23. And now when the copy of King Artaxerxes' letter was read before Rehum, Shimshai, the scribe, and their companions, they went up in haste to Jerusalem and to the Jews and made them to seize by force and power. They made them to seize by force and power. Force and power. Christian thing. Stop this church thing. Stop this first love thing by force and by power. Read it. Not just talking. They made them to stop all this thing by force and power. Continue. Next chapter. Yeah. Then cease the work of the house of the Lord. Yes. Then cease the work of the house of God, which is at Jerusalem. So it ceased until the second year of the reign of Darius, king of Persia. Chapter 5. Then the prophets, Haggai the prophet, and Zechariah the son of Edo, prophesied unto the Jews that were in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of the God of Israel even unto them. Then rose up Zerubbabel who was not a prophet. He was just a secular business community type of, you know, 
or our business community are very spiritual, but this was a secular type of, you know. And Jehoshua, the son of Josadak, and began to build. You see, when the prophecies came, the, the people rose up to build the house of God, which is at Jerusalem. And with them were the prophets of God helping them. Hallelujah. So you see that when you are listening to prophecies and prophets speaking, you see that it helps your Christian life, whether you really even know it or not, it's somehow edging you on and pushing you on to serve God. Yes. Continue. Verse 3. Beautiful. And at the same time, came to see them Tatnai, and he was and he asked, who has commanded you to build this house and to make up this wall? Opposition never ends. So you see that you, you restarted and you think that Satan has gone on leave like he's on vacation. Like he doesn't really care anymore. No! That's why I say you guys need a lot of power because you got more years of temptations and trials and tribulations and issues and oppositions. Continue. Then said we them, after this manner, what are the names of the men that make this building? But the eye of their God was upon the elders of the Jews that they could not cause them to cease till the matter came to Darius and then they returned answer by letter concerning this matter. And it goes on and on. Ezekiel, uh, chapter 6, Ezra 6, verse 14. Beautiful. Beautiful. 6, 14. And the elders of the Jews built it. And they prophesied they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and of Zachariah. So they prospered through the prophesying. They did what? They prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zachariah. So you, your life changes and it helps. So these are the powers that God gives you. So if you put it away, you'll not see what you should see. So you see, when you start to open yourself, that's why we have messages. Dark Heward Mills audio, Dark Heward Mills video. It's not for sale. It's free. You can download the whole website even. You can download everything if you, if you want. It's free. Yes. And you have to know how to search. And listen. Find messages. Mysterious hidden messages. And you will prosper through the prophesying that comes through these messages. I'm telling you. You know, I have prospered through the prophesying and the preaching of people. You know, if you ask me to choose one thing. Even if I have no Bible and I have the preaching, because the preaching, I listen to preaching that's based on the word. I would choose to listen to preaching without even a Bible. Yeah. It, it really changes you. It empowers you. There's nothing like it. Hosea 12, 13. Hosea 12, 13. Ka musa talaba. 
by a prophet. The Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he was preserved. You are preserved in your calling. You are preserved by a prophet prophesying and preaching over your life through the years. So don't, 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 don't trivialize it in your, don't minimize its importance. Listening to messages, knowing where they are, you have to have archives. Everybody must have downloads and archives. And you go into ancient messages which were preached at a certain time. And you hear some prophesying that will change your life. And there will be power in your life. You know, just if you were to listen to today's message and it starts with the prayer for the one that is appointed for you. You'll be surprised that something will happen to you as you are listening to it. But you see, you will not find it anywhere where I said, let us pray for someone who is appointed for you. Yes, only in this message. Yeah. I cannot say I, I will stand here if I have not known Kenneth Hagin. He's the person I listen to and listen to and listen to preaching. Yeah. I've never been to Bible school. I've never been to Bible school, even for a week. I've not had any short Bible courses. I've never attended any three day course, one week course. Just listening to the prophesying of Hagen. And it has built thousands of churches and pastors. And is building even more. Your destiny will be beautiful as you listen to the prophesying. I declare you an ardent addict. An addict of prophesying and preachings. In fact... You have to now become a treasure hunter. In Matthew 13, it says the kingdom of God is like a man who found a treasure hidden in a field. You must always be snooping around to find, Charlie, what have you, what, what do you have there? What are you listening to? I see you smiling. What are you listening to that we don't know about? That's how you see first love members must be, you must be, but so what, what, what are you listening to? I see that you have got some ancient messages. Actually, what, what is it? Share, share. What are you eating that we are not eating? The way you are speaking, I feel some power. And the person will tell you, I'm eating from the roots. Kalama Shakaba. You are eating fruits and leaves. I'm eating roots. 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 Kame Sota Bela Babala. Prophesying, it changes things. Oh. Ezra chapter 5 verse 1. Look at it. Beautiful. And then the prophets. You see, in chapter 4, look at it. Verse 23. 423. And they made them to cease by force and power. If you think that what is working is logic or your parents are just not happy or there is some circumstance that has changed or whatever, I'm informing you today that and power is being applied on you but you don't realize that force and power is happening to you force and power it made them to cease by force and power 
Yeah. Let, let me ask you. Look at the, this boy came to testify from Boku. What can change him? Is it not power? Look at somebody standing here. He said he was what? What's the other guy? The, 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 the shorter. What is it? He was a, 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 a bashing people. Bassing people to parties, a bacenta leader and a bacenta leader of demonic effect combined force and power. These are entanglements. Exodus 14:3. Entanglements. You never go. When you when you hear the message, your heart is I want to go there and realize that something is holding you back. They made them to seize by force and Yes, you must, you must know it. So if you, when it comes to power, the power of God and the power of the Holy Spirit, oh man, you know, you know, just give me a scripture or two, I'm okay. Sir. I'm a Bible study, you know. I'm into Bible study, you know. Oh God, your, your prayers are very gentle. So, oh God, thank you God. Thank you God for today. Thank you God. Gentle prayers with no tongues. One day God told me to give an offering to Papa Hagen. He told me every car you have, every truck, every car, every house, anything you have, it came through that anointing. He told me. He told me. He told me, he said, you owe it. You owe it. Yeah, you owe it. The day I heard those words from today, you can teach. I was listening to the man talking and prophesy. I didn't call it prophecy in those days. I call it teaching. But it was prophecy because <laughs> the spiritual power in it makes it prophecy. Yeah. That's why when you read the Bible, it, it, all of the things happen. As if it's, it's predicted exactly what he says. When he says life is, is vanity, you see that it's true. Ecclesiastes never said he was prophesying. He just said that all is vanity, man. You can wait and see if it is true or not. Sit down. I don't know why you are standing. Number three, interpretation of tongues. Look at it. Interpretation of tongues. Yes. Now, interpretation of tongues. Unless you begin to walk in interpretation of tongues interpretation what are, what is what is an interpretation of tongues look at first corinthians 14 verse 1 and then 2 quickly full of the charity beautiful verse 2 he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto God. Hmm? Are you there? Yes. Are you still here? We are having church. 
This is church. Okay? Church is happening practically. Look at your Bible. It says, No man understands him. You understand? You don't understand? It's written there. In the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. So, tongues are mysteries. So, interpretation of tongues are interpretation of mysteries. Yes. Interpretation of tongues are interpretation of mysteries. 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 10, it says, interpretation of tongues. Alright, so tongues are mysteries. 14.2 says mysteries. Genesis 40, look at it, Genesis chapter 40. Maliro, you you need to know the mysteries around your life and start to solve them. Yes. Yes. It came to pass after these things that the butler of the king of Egypt and his baker had offended their lord. And Pharaoh was wroth against two of his officers and the bakers. Hmm? Are you saying some of you, you choose the wrong person to please? Maybe you are flowing with Pharaoh's assistant. But it's Pharaoh who is angry with you now. And he has thrown you into the prison. When you go to work at a place, you must know what to do. Some of you go and join groups of disgruntled people to discuss and to criticize. And you don't, the person doesn't have to see his experience. When he sees you, you can see the criticism written just below your skin. Around your cheeks, it's written there and then on your forehead. It's true. And he put them in the ward and into prison and into the place where Joseph was bound. Now, remember that Joseph in chapter 39, look at chapter 39. You know, he was uh, Genesis 39, please. Joseph was brought down to Potiphar's house. Verse 2, beautiful. Beautiful, and the Lord was with Joseph. You see, so when the Lord is with you, you, you are prosperous. So he was he became the boss, even though he was a slave. Then the last verse, go to the end of this chapter. Last verse, please. Beautiful. Now the keeper, he was now sent to transfer to prison. Okay. Now the keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand. How can you be a prisoner and become the boss? Because what the Lord was with him. The Lord's presence in your life is making a difference in Jesus' name. And the Lord was with him and that which he did. And the Lord made him to prosper. Even in a prison, he was prospering. I'm sure Joseph even had an office in the prison. Yes. I'm sure he had an office with a desk. Far cabinet, he was keeping the files of all the prisoners. Because he was, he, the Lord was with him. You will have an office at the most amazing place you cannot imagine. Beautiful. How many have seen your office? Yeah, you are a prisoner with an office. Hey! I'm sure he had cars. He was going to town. People would meet him in town and say, what are you doing? Oh, it's, it's, it's the type of prison. I mean, I don't know even why I'm there, but I've been made the boss of the prison. I'm the prison warden. I'm looking after the prisoners. <laughs> hey! Okay, chapter 14. And we see how... His destiny is about 
to come to pass by the interpretation of mysteries. Are you watching magic? The Bible is like magical. Hmm. And he put them in the ward of the house, captain of the guard, into the prison where Joseph was bound. And the captain of the ward charged Joseph with them. Like the bosses from town hmm, were put in uh, Joseph's care. And he served them. And they continued a season in ward. And they dreamed a dream. Now, a dream is a mysterious thing. Just like, in, like a tongue. But you see, we can't, I can't get uh, tongues because tongues was introduced in the New Testament. But it was a mystery that is spoken. Just like a dream is a mystery that you, 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 you see in your sleep. So, tongues are mysteries. Dreams are mysteries. And interpretation, right interpretation of mysteries can save your life. Oh yeah. Joseph is going higher through the interpretations. He dreamed a dream. Each man according to the interpretation of the dream. Verse 6. And Joseph came to them in the morning and looked at and they were sad. And Pharaoh's officers that were with him in the ward of the Lord's house saying, Why are you sad? I'm your shepherd. I just came from the office and I see that you guys are not happy today. Huh? Oh, you are, you are sad. Let me encourage you. He was rather the encourager of prisoners. Your life is going to be beautiful because your life is going to be like Joseph. And they said, we have dreamed a dream and there is no interpreter. You see, the mystery is too high for us. And Joseph said, do not interpretations belong to God? Interpretation comes from the Holy Spirit. So one of the powers of the Spirit is interpretations. Through interpretation of the Spirit, interpretation of spiritual things. He said, I do not want you to be ignorant through the power of the Spirit to interpret dreams, tongues, and all mysteries. You move towards your glorious destiny. Verse 9. And the chief butler said, In my dream, a vine was before me. Now, when you go to Israel, we have the vine, vines, we have the olive trees, we have, yes, different things, all right, the barley, but the oil, the wine, and the corn are the three big harvests. The wine, the vine, it was it budded, and a blossom shot forth, and there were clusters, and it brought forth ripe grapes. And Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, So I took the grapes and I pressed them into Pharaoh's cup and I gave the cup to Pharaoh's hand. And Joseph said, this is the interpretation. Three branches are three days. Now, now listen, there's no school, there's no, I don't know, what course did you do? What course did you do? Which part of law? Mention any? Contract law. Contract law cannot tell us that three branches are three days. And you, you study what? Economics. 
Mention one of the subjects. Microecons. Microecons. It cannot help us. And you studied what? Political science. Mention one of them. You see, don't just say a big word to confuse her because I'm a science student. Yes. International relations. International relations cannot tell you that three branches are three days. And you studied what? Fi- finance. Mention one. You see, this is the people who collect loans from people. And then in the end, their lives are spoken. Mention a subtopic. Fixed income analysis. Fixed income analysis can never tell you that three branches are three days. There's no cause. So, thank God for Legon. I went there. Seven years. Thank God for UPSA. Thank God for Natsford. Thank God for Lancaster. And where again? Thank God for KNUST. Thank God for Wisconsin. Huh? Thank God for UCC, Cape Coast. Please, you cannot find anybody who finds a course which can tell us that three branches are three days. Please immediately see me after church. I'll give you 10 CDs. Verse 13. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your place. And thou shalt deliver Pharaoh's cup into his hand after the former manner when thou was his butler. Is there any law student here? Is there anybody who did law? Taught? And what? Taught cannot help. Another branch of law. Constitutional law cannot help. Another branch of law. Even equity cannot help you. Another branch of law. Contracts cannot help you. Land law and conveyancing cannot help. Another sales of goods are jurisprudence cannot help. Jurisprudence cannot help you. Intellectual property can Intellectual property cannot restore you, cannot show you what is happening. Mysteries of God. Ha! Joseph was going higher. Interpretation what? Interpretation act cannot help you. Interpretation act, you have it in law. Interpretation of what? We use it to interpret laws, like methods how to interpret a law. It can never help us. Be quiet. Be quiet. You are talking too much. Yes, go back. Well, it says, yes. Then within three days. Yeah, verse 14. Beautiful. But think on me. He, He just reminded me. You see, when you say to somebody, promote me. It means you are not yet ready for promotion. Remember me. Think of me, you know. It means that what God is trying to take you through, you haven't finished being humble. That's why you are saying, promote, mention my name. Tell them about me. Can you say something about me for them to call me? It means you are not yet humble to the place where you are supposed to be in God. That's why he stayed there for some more years. Because by the time God finished with him, he won't ask anybody to promote him. Sisters who are saying, tell, some, tell your brother to propose to me. Put it 
a good wife for me. Tell them I'm a good girl. Tell him about me. Something is not yet over in your life. Okay. But think on me when it shall be well with thee. And show kindness, I pray thee. And to me, make mention of me and bring me out of this house. Oh, verse 15. For indeed I was stolen away and here also I have done nothing that they put me in the dungeon. Verse 16. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, he said unto Joseph, I also saw in my dream three white baskets on my head. I I don't know if there's any science student who's going to help us. And in the uppermost basket was all manner of baked meats for Pharaoh. And the birds did eat them out of the basket upon my head. Verse 19. And Joseph answered and said, this is the interpretation thereof. Three baskets are three days. And the guy began to shout, Amen. Yet within three days, Shall Pharaoh lift up thy head from off thee and shall hang thee on a tree and the bear shall eat thy flesh from off thee. And it came to pass on the third day which was Pharaoh's birthday that he made a feast and he lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the chief baker among his servants. That's 21. And he restored the chief baker. And he gave the cup to Pharaoh's hand. But he hung the chief baker. As Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet. Did the chief butler. Not remember Joseph. But he forgot him. People when they are promoted. They don't remember anything. When they get small prosperity. Small marriage that you've married. Your new person. It's like you are now doing your hand like this and you are. Now listen. The baker. This is the sign of a true prophet. Not everything that is said is nice. Half of Joseph's prophecies were bad news. And half was good news. So those of you who are thinking you are only going to hear. You will be this, you will be that, you this, do this. You're nice, you are beautiful, you are what? He's not a true prophet. True prophet, you have the bitter and the sweet. Sweet and sour. Those of you who don't like sweet and sour food, you better start liking so that you know how God is. It's both sweet and sour. Blastings and love, or not blasting is also love, blasting and praises are Part of the love package. Yeah. Only this section here are clapping. All this, excuse me, this, these people at the back here. Is there a rebellious spirit? I said, blastings and blastings and praises. They are all part of the love package. 
Yeah. It's good that you are clapping. Next time, clap before I come. I come near you. Most of you ladies are only used to being told nice things. So when you come to church, sometimes and you hear some one or two blast things, and you are shocked. I tell you that some of you don't like bathing. You are surprised that, that somebody can dare to tell us that we don't like bathing, even though it's true. You see, but it makes you bath. I know a lot of sisters who have started bathing more. Sisters, is it not true? Is it not? Raise your hand if it's true. Yeah. All these people, they didn't like bathing. Now they like bathing. So blasting with praise, you are looking nice. You are also smelling. It's all part of love. It's love. It can only be told. Is it true that you only look smell nice in this world? So Joseph is proved to be a true prophet. His interpretation was both sweet and sour. Remember that. Anybody's only saying good, 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 good. Not true. Not true. Not real. Not not it cannot be. It cannot be. It can be you win, 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 win. Yeah. Many times I've had politicians see me. Sometimes before like I Many times I've said, you, you will not win. They are, they are shocked that I have told us. Oh, I don't see how you can win. <laughs> so, that is a true prophet. When you say real things. Amen. Now, I want to show you something there. Interpretations are going to come to you. Some of you have had dreams. You should know what it means. Yeah. And you must know that dreams are God's guidance for you. But you have to get the interpretation right. You know, one day a brother told me he had a dream. He said he had long hair. And he was running. And his hair got caught in a in a in a in a tree do you, do you hear I'm telling you a real story he said he had a dream that he had long hair he was running the hair got caught so I told him ah your interpretation is one so I asked what is your interpretation he said oh he realized that people are against his ministry I said no People are not against your You are about to behave like Absalom. Can you believe that? He did not believe. He believed that the dream means that people are against his promotion. That's why the hair was caught in a tree. And he behaved exactly like Absalom. I beg him not to behave like Absalom. He said, I have to do it. Yeah. So when you miss out on interpretations, you miss out on your life. Yes. You miss out on your life. 
I have had dreams that have changed my life by believing in the dream. Do this. It means this. And you must know that not all the interpretations will be nice. That's why you can't get the interpretation because you always want a nice interpretation. How many have noticed that when you are about to die in the dream, you wake up? So you, you never wake up and say, I died. Because you spoil the dream before it finishes. It's like you rise up and scatter the dream. Say, I, I refuse to die in this dream. I cannot die in a dream. Never in Jesus' name. So you must decide not to be an... In- if you've seen that you've died in a dream, rise up and bind it and block it and curse it and pour fire on it to never happen in Jesus' name. God has revealed it to you so that it will not happen. And so that you have something to pray about. That's why we watch and pray. We watch and pray. So as you watch, then you pray. So you speak in tongues. You prophesy. And you have interpretation. Now there are always keys to the interpretation. Now look at this dream again. Genesis 40. You ask that how did he see that the butler will be restored? The key is in the dream. So don't say, why, why should God show you a dream? A picture is a, worth a thousand words. That's what they say. That's why these days people send pictures. It's like picture means everything. He said in the dream, he was squeezing grapes. Look at it. Continue. And into a cup. And he gave the cup to who? To Pharaoh's hand. So that's the interpretation right there. That you will give grape juice again to Pharaoh. Let's go to the baker. Go down to the baker. You see his interpretation is in the dream. That picture, you are supposed to interpret it by the spirit. Now, in the uppermost basket, there was all manner of baked meats for Pharaoh. But who ate the the things? Was it Pharaoh who ate it or? No, birds ate it. So right there, he could see that you are not going to serve Pharaoh, but you are going to be served to birds. You are going to serve birds. Look at it. In the uppermost basket, there was all manner of baked meat for Pharaoh, but... The birds did eat them out of the basket upon my head. Is there another verse? 18. And Joseph answered, yeah, that's the interpretation. Straight. So from this interpretation, in this dream, you see, who ate the bread? Not Pharaoh, the birds. And he was hung and birds ate him. So he served birds. And the three branches and the three baskets is three of something. Three of something. Maybe three years Three days. So if you are a genuine prophet, you may say, I don't know whether it's three days or three years or three weeks or three months, but three of something. But it's a three. Sometimes not clear, but sometimes you know. Three. You know, Benny Hinn had a dream he, he shared one time. He said, he, 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 uh, he, he in the dream, he, he went to three rooms. I think the first room, he met uh, Catherine Kuhlman. And then Catherine Kuhlman took him to the next room, and Jesus was in the next room. And Jesus took him to the next room, and there was a cripple in the room, the third room. And Jesus told him, do it. 
So in the dream, he saw that Catherine Kuma was leading him to the anointing. And that, that, that would mean that she's special to him. She's important to him. Yes. And God will show you this is, person is important. Yeah. You know, there are so many dreams if you don't interpret, if you don't interpret it right. You know, that's it. God showed me a dream years ago. In the dream, I was alone in a big field, big field with mountains around. And um, I was walking all alone. And suddenly I came to a big heap. A big heap. Not a heap of um, sand or stone. I thought it was a heap of sand and stone. I thought so. Honestly, I thought so. But when I got close, I saw it wasn't. It was a heap of gold coins. Yeah, like real gold. You know, nowadays they're actually selling gold. You, you don't, you, they sell gold. Don't buy money, get gold. So it was gold. And it was heaped up like sand and stone. Because I've been a sand and stone contractor before. So I, I know what it is. So I walked up. To, when I saw it, I said, wow. This is it. It is this and this is it. There's no need to do anything. I am there. Then I heard the Lord telling me, no, no. You are not anywhere. Take a handful. You are shouting, oh. Take a handful of the gold and put it in your pocket. Just take as much as you can. Put it in your pocket and continue. Leave the heap and go on. I said, Lord, you must be joking. You know, there's some joke here. You know, I don't crack jokes. And the Lord said, yes, that's what you are supposed to do. Do that. Just take one hip. And he said to me in the vision, on the road that I have called you, there are many of these hips. There is no need to settle down here or to make this your target or your end. And it is true. On the road that he has called me, there are many of these provisions. Yes, he has provided all the way. I became a pastor 30 years ago. I've been on it. He's been providing. You can look at us here. We are in our own little shed here. We are blessed. We are happy. We are happy to be in the house of God. Yes. If you are not happy, it is you who have this. Uh, you're always drinking a vinegar. I don't know what you drink. Maybe that's why you are not happy. But we are happy. Yeah. Yeah. So, interpretation. You see, I could have interpreted that dream to mean that uh, I have to get bigger pockets and I have to move with a wheelbarrow. <laughs> or I should keep my tipper trap with me. I should keep it closed so that anytime I see a hip, I can load it well and I need a payloader to load there. I could have interpreted it the other way that because I was told to just take and put I couldn't take much. I didn't have the right instrument for, for wealth. I could have interpreted I, I didn't have the right instrument to enrich myself. So I should now secure a payloader and I should get a, 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 what are the names of those machines? Payloader, bulldozers and other equipment. Back home. Back home. Yeah. To dig and to keep. At least the wheelbarrow. Or maybe I should get some people to move with me. Or I should sew a very big jacket with huge pockets. 
Or that voice was the devil telling me to take small. But God wants me to take a lot. But you see, I'd rather see it. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. It's true. If you seek the kingdom of God, keep walking in the kingdom of God, all these things will be added on. So you will see them on the way. So that vision was a vision of Matthew 6.33. Yeah. And you'll find your beloved on the way as you serve the Lord. He'll be there. Did you hear me? I said you'll find your beloved on the way as you serve the Lord. I feel a marriage, a new marriage anointing. Professor, professor. It's coming, yes. Marriages of love. Receive it. Yes. Happy marriages. Love marriages. Wow. Sit down. So you see, are you seeing that the power of God is already taking you nearer? Yeah, it's taking you nearer. So this is the power of God starting. Power. 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 There's a lot of power. And you need power. Yeah. Speaking in tongues. Interpretation of mysteries and tongues. Prophesying. They made the work of God to stop with force and power. Hmm. Till the prophets prophesied. So everyone here is going to be an addict of prophesying and preaching. No, these days I, I, I listen to preaching more. As I, I listen to it with everything. I realize that my life changes with preaching. Yeah, it changes when I'm hearing things. I feel my life literally changing. Yeah. I really feel, especially when I get archives. So our church, we have to be Charlie, what are you listening? You see, in medical school, we're always asking people, what questions have you got there? What, 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 what magic do you have? You know, in medical school, you can't sit there and it will not pass. If you sit in your room saying you are studying, you cannot pass. You have to rise up and move around and say, Charlie, what treasures are there around in the system? Yeah, what has arrived? Even the day before the exam, you don't have to be in your room. If you stay in your room, you fail. <laughs> It lands like helicopter is landing. You see, people have magic. Hmm. You enter the room, you see that you are not the same. Yes. So now we are going to be looking for spiritual magic. So Charlie, what are you listening to? What are you listening to? And you tell the person, there's something I found, but I don't want to share it with you because... Is doing me something. Hallelujah. Well, I wonder whether we can go very far today. (laughs) But I believe that we are blessed. I just want to show you one thing. Oh, yes. Healing. Healing. Malachi. Chapter 4. Beautiful. But unto you that fear my name shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings. And you shall go forth and grow up as cows of the stall. Jesus is the son of righteousness with healing. Through healing power you will live. 
The Bible says in Deuteronomy 8, it says, I think in verse 4, it said that for 40 years our feet did not swell. Receive power to live. Power to live. I receive it. To be well. Yes. To live. Yes. You see, when he said that for 40 years your foot didn't swell, it means that diagnosis was not made on you. You are going to live diagnosis free in the name of Jesus. Yes. Thy foot did not swell. No part of your body will swell through the power of God in your life. And you will live to complete and see the completion of the vision that God has given to you. Are you listening to me? You see, healing is not only to be diagnosed and then you don't die of it. But healing is also to be not diagnosed. I prophesy over you, the son of righteousness descends on you like a helicopter and you are healed and protected from every curse and weapon of darkness in Jesus' name. Yes. Power belongs to God. Oh God of oh my God, early will I seek thee. My soul tested. My flesh longeth for thee. May dry and test land where no water is. To see thy power in thy glory. Even as I have seen it in thy sanctuary. You will see his power in your life. Power to heal you and to keep you healed. By the grace of God. Your breast will not swell with any lamp. Your prostate gland will not swell with any swelling. No tissues in your body will swell in the name of Jesus. No readings from the laboratory will go out of order in the name of Jesus. You are declared healed by the power of God in the name of Jesus. Sit down. One of Satan's original visions is to kill you. You may not know, but it says originally he was a murderer. Yes, John 8 44. He was a murderer from the beginning. You cannot die. And you see, the more you believe things, eh, the more they happen. You watch, you see, the faith people, they don't die easily. Eh. The more you believe things, the more they happen. The more you declare, the more God confirms it. You never die now. You never prematurely die in the name of Jesus. I receive it. You are crossing 70 with ease. I receive it. You are not going to limp across 70. In the name of Jesus. Yes. How many are enjoying the power of God that is helping you to fulfill your glorious destiny? Yes. Your glorious destiny. Through the power. And the last one is the word of wisdom. The word of wisdom. Daniel chapter 5. Kama san unchina ebalamba. Tele gurutare de borodize bajamana. Daniel 5 and verse 11. You see, this is a man with a word of wisdom. And people knew him for the word of wisdom. Yes. 
word of wisdom. Just what? A word of wisdom. How many are expecting a word of wisdom? Just one word. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes, wisdom is profitable to direct you. When you get a word, that's it. You've got a direction right there. Go for it. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's not a good one. It's not a good one. Don't go. It's a good one. It's a blessing. Be happy. Receive it. Go. Don't go. It's a good thing. It's a blessing. Do it like this. Yeah. A word of wisdom. Wisdom is profitable. Ten Ecclesiastes 10 verse 8. Put it up quickly. Wisdom is profitable. The 10, 10. Wisdom is profitable. Profitable. Wisdom is very good for direction. Like, which way should I go? What should I do? Wisdom is, that's how wisdom is. Different from knowledge. Wisdom is used for direction. What should I do? What should I do next? What's the best thing to do? And I want to tell you for every problem, eh, there is a wisdom solution. And so, when the power of the Holy Spirit is on you, words of wisdom drop into you. See, you can listen to preaching for two hours. So, in the middle of it, a word of wisdom will drop in for you like that. Yes. No, it happens to me all the time. I'll be listening to It's not even in the topical. That's why you don't have to be select, so selective. <laughs> you say, I'm listening to this one because I want, maybe I want this. So, I'm listening to this topic. No, 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 no. You should listen to them. You'll be surprised that in the middle of an odd preaching from some other unrelated something, a word of what? Wisdom, which is profitable for the direction of your life. Profitable. 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 Now, this is how Daniel was. Daniel was a castrated. Oh. Castrated. God forbid. But he, he was castrated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no matter your background. I said, did you hear me? I said, no matter your background. Professor. God is going to bless you and God is going I to use see you. That. So in Daniel 5:11, a woman. A woman. Huh? This is the wife of this man. Thank God for good wives. I go for good wives. Spiritual wives. You know, a good wife, you just slot in a word of wisdom. Yes. You go to verse, the verse before, verse 10. Yeah. Now the queen, you see, it's the queen who, who brought up this thing. Yeah. The queen. Thank God for queens. It's not about nagging and asking for shopping, money, this, 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 speaking wisdom. Not the queen of confusion. It's just calmness with the occasional dropping of a word. A man doesn't want to feel that somebody is controlling him from somewhere. So he will resist it. So, shake off the, the beast. Quiet. I'm the man. I'm the head. As soon as they say that in your house, I'm the head of the house. The marriage is fought. As soon as your beloved or your husband says that I'm the head of the house, it means he has had to exert. I've never had to tell Bishop Saki that I'm the head of this church. It has not happened in 30 years. It has not happened. Never, or Bishop Eddie, I've never told them I'm the head. I've never had the opportunity or occasion to inform them who I am. So if you have the occasion to tell your wife or your beloved that I am the head of it, it's fault. It's part. 
of wisdom has just arrived. A word of wisdom has just arrived. A word of wisdom has just arrived. Like a, with a helicopter, it just landed. Okay, sit down. So the queen, the queen, the queen, the queen. It came out because of the queen. The queen, by, let's go back to the queen. I like the queen part. The queen, by reason of the words of the king and his lord, came to the banquet house. She wasn't even in the meeting. And she said, Okay, okay. Uh, darling. You see, your soft voice is necessary. Look, the softness of your voice can charm. Receive a soft voice in Jesus' name. You cannot have a voice of a headmistress who is all of you sit down. All of you sit down. Everybody sit down. All of you. I'll punish you. It's not working. You need gentle voice. It's another word of wisdom. Some of you girls, your voices are too strong, too strong, too sharp, too sharp. Correcting things, correct. Are you a corrector? When you shout, all your beauty flies like a helicopter, it just goes away when you start shouting. Oh, not like gentle, but she can shout. beautiful. Can you imagine if a beauty queen comes for Miss, Miss whatever, Miss Venus or Miss uh, Jupiter. She comes beautifully like that. To whom to? To whom for? To whom? To whom to? To whom to? Then when she gets to the middle and she's, she's supposed to swear she starts. She's going to win the cup. It's finished. She's finished. So when you start shouting in your house, you are what? Finished. You are finished. It's another word of wisdom. I said, when you start shouting in your house, you are finished. It's finished. Your beauty is gone. It has flown away. You know they are now making flying cars. Yes, it has become a flying car. It just rose up and. Gone. Your voice is very shrill, so it sounds like a violin that is off tune. Do you want to sound like a violin that has gone gone off key? Back to the queen, Daniel five verse ten. Now the queen, by reason of the words of the king, came and she spoke. Oh, king. Let not your thoughts trouble thee, nor let thy countenance be changed. Verse 11. Now this is the word of a queen. The word of a good woman. She look at it. So, Daniel 5, 11 is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Yeah. It, it, look at it. He said, there is a man in thy kingdom. She was a woman of history. In whom the spirit of the holy God is. And in the days of your father, you know, your father was, you know your father? She was a woman of history. 
These empty shells who don't know much, you don't know history, you don't read any book, you don't know details, you don't know much. You see, you can't do well. We need women of substance, women of destiny, women of humility. Another word of wisdom has come. I said by Friday, a lot of people will have beloveds this Friday, by this Friday. In the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, the wisdom of the gods was found in him. There's a man. Shh. There is a man. His name is Daniel. And who your father, King Nebuchadnezzar, he made him the master of the magicians and astrologers and Chaldeans and soothsayers. You'll be made a master of magicians and wicked people through the wisdom of God. Now you see what was found in him and verse 12. Verse 12, quickly. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding and interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts was found in the same Daniel, I suggest let Daniel be called. Let Daniel be called. Call Daniel. This is, this is the kind of advice we need. Yes. Every lady, put your hand on your head so that I pray for you. Father, give good let there be a good advising spirit on these ones in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, what was found in Daniel? Word of knowledge. Word of wisdom. Yes. And in you is going to be found great words of wisdom and great words of knowledge. May the power of God carry you forward in your calling, in your glorious destiny. And may you accomplish all that God has called you to accomplish by speaking in tongues, by prophesying, by interpreting, by healing, by the power of God, by the words of wisdom and the words of knowledge. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for your word today and your power that is ministered to everyone here. We love it, Lord. We love your word. We thank you for speaking to our hearts. Thank you for your power. That is so real. We receive every prophecy. We thank you that we are delivered from those that are clamping down on us by force and by power. We overcome and overturn their power in our lives. In Jesus' name. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you want to give your life to Jesus, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God today. Raise your right hand. I want to give my heart to God. I want to give my heart, my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that and you want to be born again, maybe somebody invited you to church. Everyone standing, please. Everybody standing who is not standing, please stand up now. Want to give your life to Jesus? Raise up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. God bless. If you've lifted your hand, you want to give your life to God, come to me in the front here. Come from wherever you are standing, right here. I want to pray with you now. God bless you. God bless you. Come. Come I want to give my life to Jesus. Jesus give him your life today come on to Jesus let him 
hands lifted up. Lift up your hands and let's pray. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I'm sorry for all my sinful ways. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus from today. I give my life, I give my heart to Jesus Christ. Now everyone, close your eyes, lift your hands up like this and say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Change me. Save me. Forgive me. I am a sinner. But today, I give my heart to you. Have mercy on me. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, from today, I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. God bless you. I want to give you one of my books. All of you who've come today, this is a gift for coming today. We are not giving you meat pie or banku. We are giving you this wonderful book, which is the word of God. It will last forever. Amen. In your hearts. Are you happy I'm giving you this gift today? Are you happy that I'm giving you this gift today? Are you happy? What is your name? Your name is Kwame Owusu. God is changing your life from today. Kwame Owusu. Amen. Father, change Kwame Owusu's life, Lord. Change his life by your power in Jesus. All of you, I feel like praying for you. Lift your hand up here. Lift your hand up. Father, change every life, Lord. The little ones, the big ones, bless them, Lord. Let them know you forever and ever and ever by your mighty power. Thank you for blessing every one of them with a special grace to grow up in you and to serve you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Now, as soon as we close, all of you holding this yellow book, it's your ticket to come to sit over here. It's called Salvation Corner. It's a special meeting for two minutes. We are going to pray with you and give you something. Alright? So when we close, come back and join us. Alright? God bless you. You may go back to your seats. And you may be seated. It's time for communion. Take it. This is my body which was broken for you. Drink. This is my blood which was shared for you whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life for my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drink indeed the cup of blessing which we bless it's the communion of the blood of Christ the bread which we break it's the communion of the sustain you, it will make you whole, it will give you life when I see the blood I will pass over you Mm -hmm. when I see the blood 
believe you are about to receive a blessing Psalm 78 Psalm 78 verse 23 he had commanded the clouds from above and opened the doors of heaven verse 4 verse 24 and he rained down manna upon them to eat. And he had given them the corn of heaven. Hey, there is corn in heaven. Oh. Are you ready for the corn in heaven? Verse 25. Man did eat angels' food. And he sent them meat. You are about to eat angelic supernatural to the full. Yeah, because communion is this not a, if it was a natural meal. I mean, how have you have you ever eaten even your kinky, your bowl of cake when you are taking one blow? Is it small like this? Let's be serious. So this is not a natural meal. It's a supernatural food. Yeah, supernatural. Angels' food. The corn of heaven. Father, whatever the corn of heaven can do, the body of Jesus, supernatural in its working, let it work in everybody now. No diagnosis shall be found on anyone here. No curse can settle on anyone in Jesus' name. You are declared whole. You are declared complete. And you are declared safe. By the power of the Holy Spirit. The bread of heaven. Mm. 
When I see the blood, I will exempt you. May you be exempted from punishment. May you be exempted from what you deserve. May the blood of Jesus be effective to deliver you from the power of the devil. When the devil sees the blood, you step back. It's not by your righteousness, but by his grace alone. The blood of Jesus. Lift your hands. Receive your blessing. Father, thank you. Everyone standing here is saved from the clutches of the devil by the blood of the Lamb. We receive your power over every life. Anyone entangled in the desert is declared disentangled today in the name of Jesus. Whatever dragon has held your leg saying you cannot go. You cannot go. You cannot go and serve the Lord. I cut off that hand in the name of Jesus. I remove chains that are chaining your feet. Chaining your legs. Chaining your arms. You cannot be chained anymore. I disentangle you from financial webs. I disentangle you from financial webs. I disentangle you from financial webs in the name of Jesus. I disentangle you from sexual webs in the name of Jesus. I disentangle you from sexual webs in the name of Jesus. I disentangle you from sexual webs in the name of Jesus. I disentangle you from bad relationships in the name of Jesus. I disentangle you from evil relationship in the name of Jesus. I disconnect you from every negative relationship in your life. Whatever will make someone pity you. From today, it will not be found in your life anymore. Let me hear your loudest amen. What will make someone say sorry? Sorry and pity you. From today, it will never be associated with you anymore. Let me hear your loudest amen. You are declared to be a high flyer. Flying high in the Lord. Going places and doing great things for Jesus. Receive your liberty. You are free like an eagle to fly. I said you are free like an eagle to fly. You are free like an eagle to fly. And to enjoy the blessings of the Lord. Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone shouted amen. God bless you. You may be seated. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books, and other resources by Dikewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dikewoodmills.org. God richly bless you.
ABC tonight. The next chapter of the Bachelor journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to you. Twenty single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note. It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC. ABC Tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to you. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note. It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC.